Hello, and welcome to mysisterskeeper.blog, the podcast. My name is Marcia Cato, and I'm so excited for you to join us today. I believe sisterhood is so much more than biological. It is a choice, an intentional decision to involve yourself in the life of another and in turn invite others to engage in your life. As a single mom, the vital role my sisters play in my life has never been clearer to me. Join my sisters as we explore motherhood with all its joys and challenges, co-parenting, mental and emotional health and wellness, and this beautiful thing called community. Why my sisters keeper? Simply put, my sisters have kept me. In 2017, I went through the darkest season of my life and my sisters, my village, bit by bit dragged me out. As I was walking in my healing, I was struck by the reality that so many women don't have that kind of community and the dream was born to be able to do something about that. Mind you, it took five years to get from there to here, but I'm excited to share with you conversations with the sisters and mentors who lent me their wisdom along the way. I have in no means arrived at having life or motherhood figured out, but instead am learning what works for my little family as we go. Listen for a moment to the conversation that solidified the dream for me. um, The last 12 months especially, I have um, used the word village a lot. And just been so surrounded by um, love of those who care for me, who care for Cameron. Um, but also with that, there have been just the, the sisters who've come alongside of me and said, okay, well, I've walked this path, which may not be the exact path that you're on, but if you need me for something, I'm here to walk alongside of you. This, is, this has been my experience. And I think you can benefit from it in this way. And... We have an opportunity every time we're present in someone's life, even digitally, to make a positive impact in their life. And it would be so amazing to use a platform through, throughout the website or Instagram or wherever, to be able to connect with people who don't have the kind of support that I've had. You know, I I had have had amazing support and still really really struggled. And there's so many people who walk through motherhood, walk through life. Period, just alone. So what's my story? You must be asking. Well, it goes a little something like this. You see, I was walking through a hard place in my life and was pleasantly surprised to find my village walking with me even though I'd gotten myself into my hard place, largely by my own choices. Let me explain a little. At 34 years old, I was pregnant and unmarried as a lifelong Seventh-day Adventist Christian, i.e. marriage before baby Christian. Yeah. At 35 years old, I was in motherhood, way underplanned, way underprepared. New parenthood is a lot. My baby and me classes did nothing to prepare me for actual day-to-day motherhood. Nursing classes, same. They were cute. Nursing in real life is hard, painful, and extremely frustrating. And every mother-baby experience is a little different. Nursing bottles and diapers. Oh my. 
The never-ending cycle, nurse every one or two or three hours, pump every four hours. I hated the milk machine. The constant wash and sterilize bottles every night, change diapers constantly, let alone the pootastrophes, as my sister would call the experiences where your child somehow manages to poo all the way up their entire back of the onesie. I never understood how that happened. I think my highlight with those experiences was definitely getting pooed on because, you know, things escaping out of the sides of the diaper as my child was nursing in my lap. Never even stopped eating till he was finished. Kind of amazing. If you don't know what I mean about those experiences and you have children, you are definitely blessed. But I have to say the thing that took the cake for me was the lack of sleep for months. You see, I'm a sleeper, like in eight hours a night minimum prior to motherhood sleeper. There was no preparing me for the first few weeks of motherhood. None. Well, becoming a mother without my mother, my rock, was emotionally devastating. I had my son five years after losing my mother, but the waves of grief and loss I felt I was completely unprepared for. Not having her there to share her experiences of new motherhood, the stories of my own infancy, or just to hear what she would share, you know, and then trying to remember the stories that I'd heard over the years, it all added to just an emotional heaviness that I carried with me postpartum. There was the anxiety and depression that I felt postpartum that was largely situational. Uh, The high stress of living a life that I didn't believe in. You see, I had my first panic attack during pregnancy when my sister asked me some pointed questions about the future I was planning and the life I was living outside of God's will. I tried unsuccessfully to bury these anxieties and concerns and to keep living my life, or at least to just push through and get through my pregnancy without having another panic attack. I did manage to not have another panic attack, but the anxieties remained. You see, I had to face my convictions and embrace them. Behaving in ways opposed to my beliefs didn't change them. The bottom line, I was deeply overwhelmed postpartum and had to find help to stop swimming in my emotional fog. Where did I find help? Well, first there was my my village, my love circle. They surrounded me with such love and support in ways that I definitely didn't feel deserving of, let alone expect, and I struggled to accept the help that was offered. There was the literal round-the-clock care of the first couple of weeks postpartum that I don't know what I would have done without. Is Here I was at home with this baby. What was I going to do with this child? How was I going to keep it alive? And somehow managed to finish healing from my C-section and figure out what to do with this milk that was coming in. It was a lot. I was just so grateful that I didn't have to navigate all of that on my own. Then there were the conversations with the mothers in my circle saying, well, what do you really need? I, of course, didn't take many of them up on their offers and kept drowning in my anxiety. Well, my other lifeline was my breastfeeding support group. My guaranteed time out of the house once a week that would not allow, I would not allow myself to miss. I could go and freak out about weighing my baby to ensure he was getting enough milk from nursing because who can tell? And I would talk with other moms who were at roughly the same stage of motherhood. I would discuss our 
apprehensions and fears about returning to work at six or eight weeks postpartum. We'd get directions from the lactation nurses on how to finally get that right latch so your child wasn't leaving you in excruciating pain and still getting enough milk. Yeah. And being able to nurse my baby without feeling like a living biology lesson every time someone walked by and stopped and looked. (laughs) And just the ability to be able to sit down and talk with adults was so freeing and so life-giving to have that built into my schedule week after week. It's really how I made it through maternity leave. Oh my goodness. But ultimately, counseling is what helped me to face my fears, helped me face my poor choices and embrace my reality. The solo parenting, being single with no life partner, but having an active community waiting to be invited in to assist me. It was counseling that allowed me to be able to accept the forgiveness and grace of Christ that was freely given to me and learn to forgive myself and slowly begin to heal. It's counseling that allowed me to see the the beauty of being able to ask for help and to be able to accept help from others. And it was counseling that also helped me to be able to navigate the realities of living with grief and knowing how to recognize the signs and triggers of grief overload, especially with life milestones like having a new baby or just holidays and anniversary, all these things that would just trigger what felt like long dormant feelings. Grief counseling really set the foundation for my mental health journey, and I'm forever grateful that I did that not long after my mother passed. I'm forever reminded of the words of my grief counselor, be kind to yourself, Marcia, be kind to yourself. And I say them often. My sister's circle, my group of girlfriends that have been intentional about connecting with each other week after week have been so instrumental in my continued growth and healing especially in the last year since the pandemic hit. They have been so instrumental in us reaching out to each other and us praying for and with each other. It has helped so tremendously in keeping up with how we're all doing, making sure that we are um, staying on track in our spiritual lives um, and in ways that we would you think we wouldn't have been able to do since we were now missing our normal meetups at church. But we found these virtual connections through Marco Polo and Google Google Duo that made it so that we were able to still have those real-time connections or what felt like real-time connections. Through those, we were able to continue sharing our life experiences and offering encouragement or direction or just a listening ear. So you ask yourself, why my sister's keeper dot blog the podcast? Well, there is this old gospel song that I believe Mahalia Jackson would sing. And the words are, if I can help somebody as I travel along, if I can help somebody with a word or song, if I can help somebody from doing wrong, then my living would not be in vain. You see, those four years ago, I was struck by a thought that there are so many women who go through this first year of parenthood with no support, no safety net, no community to stand with them. And there are so many women, so many people who go through these pivotal life events of losing a loved one, divorce, um, going through a miscarriage, job losses or depression and anxiety and just strains in their marriage and have no one to walk with them through these life events. 
Well, what if there was a way to create a virtual community, connecting people of different walks of life and experiences? Well, welcome to my sisterskeeper.blog, the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today on the my sisterskeeper.blog podcast. My hope is that you will hear a little of your story or your sister's story in the experiences we share here and know that you are not alone. Motherhood is fierce, life is challenging, but I believe that the Creator will give us what we each need to equip us for the task at hand. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and rate on your favorite podcast app. Let our time together inspire us to show up and connect with someone today. Let's go out and live connected lives.